You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. All right, we're recording. I want to talk about non-binary Popeye. <laughs> I've, listen, it took me a long time because I've, I've just I've had it. I've had it with all these turfs. I've had it with all these uh, these Turks. Uh, I've had it with Disney. I've had it with uh, Chappelle. I've had it with who else we got? Um, I've had it with Mike Pence. Oh, that's right. Chappelle killed a bunch of trans people this week, right? Did he? Yeah, I heard, that's what I heard. I heard that uh, video games have no impact on your mind, but Dave Chappelle uh, is the ringmaster from Marvel Comics, and he uh, he hypnotizes you into direct action against people uh, that are different than you. Fucking knew it, dude. I fucking... I fucking I called it. You, you did call it, but that had more to do with your uh, virulent racism. Well, listen, <laughs> whatever gets uh, you there. <laughs> what's okay? So, so take help me step back from the ledge. What 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 did non-binary Popeye do? <laughs> okay, so uh, Popeye, uh, like most comic strips. Uh, are no longer with the original creator because that creator has been dead for 35 years. Uh, so what they do is these uh, uh, kind of uh, syndicate features, what they do is they, they pass off the reins to new creators. And then that guy typically does it for life. It's th- These are really weird. If, for, for people that don't know anything about this, a lot of the comic strips that you like – are on their second or third uh, creator. And they it, it's almost like an appointed, like a lifetime appointment where you're just going to do, do it until you, you, you drop dead. You're burying the lead. Uh, okay, so <laughs> they get a new guy to do it. People like his Popeye work. He's done work on Popeye in like a fan capacity or whatever. Like he's the Popeye community. What the wait? The Popeye oh, community likes this man. What are we talking about? What po- you, we're, we're people talk- are still into Popeye. We're talking about the Popeye fandom. Yeah. Is there a, is there a Popeye fandom? Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. Keep up. So then uh, he uh, uh, he gives an interview where they announce you know they announce that this is going to be the fella, and he says, "Yeah, I'm bringing Popeye back to his roots. It's been like kind of a gag strip for a number of years, and we're going back to an adventure strip." Right. Uh, and f- Popeye fans say, yeah, fucking right. Yeah, that's dope, man. Adventure. And then he says, uh, we're going to be bringing back a lot of classic elements of the character. And fans are like, fucking, yeah, he's going to have he's going to have syphilis again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's going to beat a prostitute to death while he's on show on leave. So, so then uh, uh, he says, you know, classic elements of the character, like uh, his non-binary identity. And people go, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and here's the thing. There's, he's citing Popeye's non-binary identity because Popeye uh, will sometimes refer to himself as mother 
and he has done cross-dressing bits in the service of beating up Bluto. So, <laughs> so like if Popeye has had to pose as an old woman to punch Bluto in the face to prevent Bluto from raping olive oil, which by the way is the is the entire crux of the Popeye comic strip, <laughs> which is I have to defend my skinny girlfriend <laughs> against this absolute gorilla of a man who keeps assaulting her. That is what Popeye is. And then there's a cast of characters around Popeye who either help him defend his wife against a girlfriend, I think actually against uh, this uh, serial sexual harasser uh, or not. So uh, because Popeye has dressed as a woman a handful of times in a comic strip style of the type that you might find in cartoons like Bugs Bunny, you know where Bugs yeah, Bunny sure. puts on lipstick and all that? Yeah. It wasn't a gag for comedic effect. This was an expression of his uh, true self. Yes, precisely. That's the thing is, uh, you know, when somebody gets caught doing something, like, for example, like uh, if you and I get jammed up on, like when they find out we're in the clan, they're going to say, oh, listen to their podcast where they made jokes that weren't really jokes. That was them signaling because everybody's obsessed with signaling. Everybody thinks that that's a thing that real people do in real life. The dog whistle. <laughs> right, right. So like everybody gets very conspiracy minded about how strangers talk. So like Louis, right? Uh, Louis, Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Louis C.K.? Whatever. I, either or. Uh People are obsessed with being like, he, it was there the whole time. He told us who he was. Yeah, man. Or that was funny. Or yeah. that or that was funny. Could be, could be either one, really. Or it was funny. But I, I'll tell you what. Uh, typically, what guilty people do not do is tell a million human beings. <laughs> it's typically what they don't do. So the question is... <clears throat> Is Popeye non-binary, yes or no? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess we'd have to dig up the original guy who was writing the Popeye comic strips and ask him, and he'd probably say something racist immediately. No, uh, he, he would vogue, and he would say, sachet, chante. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you. I mean, I suppose we could do a little research. We could find out who these... Uh, who who were the original like who wrote those comic strips? They see a little something. I'm looking at one right now. Uh, you can see something in the corner there, some a, a name and a. But I I don't know. I mean, we'd have to uh, to confirm this. I think we'd have to dig up the creators or the original authors of of those Popeye comic strips and ask them. Oh, did you, you mean Popeye consider himself neither male or nor female? You mean EC. Seeger, who was born yeah. in who was born in 1894. <laughs> so I think confirmed this guy was thinking non-binary. <laughs> yeah, he was well, they excuse me, they were a uh they were certainly um hyper uh hyper beyond beyond the beyonds of their time. Uh to be this, to have this much forethought to make uh, Popeye 
a, uh, a, a genderless uh, uh, character mm. in, uh, in, in, in a very major, uh, very popular work of fiction, the, the Popeye cartoons. Oh, wait, here's a, here's this confirmation. I, I, you got it. No, I, I got a, I got a screen cap of a Popeye cartoon, presumably from the forties of Popeye as a, he's uh, dressed as a baby in a, in a baby bonnet and, a, and like a, a stroller. What, what do you think that means? I sense a grooming allegation. <laughs> uh, I'm just thinking like, you know, isn't there like a, isn't there some kind of thing? Isn't there some kind of fetish for like being a, in, being in a baby diaper? Oh yeah. Is this again, is this a gag or is this an expression of Popeye's uh, true self? Uh, within the gag, always the true self. You know what's right. annoying? Okay, yeah. Have you have you dated a woman that when you make a joke, they go they read it literally and they go, no, no, no. You, you there was some truth to what you said. Oh yeah. Oh god, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like I don't know if there was truth to that joke. <laughs> yeah, I was I was just riffing. You know. Yeah. <laughs> just just yeah. riffing. If you if you read into it, it sounds like there's some uh, insecurities there. Popeye Popeye official Twitter account, which is at Popeye tweets. Uh, <laughs> I ain't use pronouns on account. Oh, all me nouns are amateurs. What does that mean? They're not pro. Oh, I get it. Yeah, he still got it. He still got it, man. <laughs> still got it. <laughs> um, by the way, uh, at the peak of Popeye, uh, uh, EC Cigar uh, was making uh, about a mil a year. No, no, almost two. Holy shit, one point eight. Damn, not bad. Not bad for a, uh, a, a sailor a, man. A, yeah, not not bad for a sailor man. Not bad for a uh, a uh, a pioneer on the uh, on the gender uh, abolition. <laughs> Is that even right? I don't even know how to talk about these things. Um, no, you know what this reminds me of? This is like, was it like a year ago? You know, it must have been a little bit more when we did the, uh, you know, they stopped publishing the um, Dr. Seuss books. Yes, right? my favorite Dr. Seuss books, the racist ones. I got PDFs. <laughs> I, got, I got the PDFs. I do a little print on demand. Well, there, that, that speaks to your inner character, I suppose. Um, yeah, this is what that reminds me of. Is such a weird. I mean, Popeye has got to be in the public domain at this point, no? Uh, it's a great question. You would think he is. So the problem he's got to go back to the twenties, eh? Hold on. So the problem uh, w- with um, public domain is that typically the uh, the character can be used; his name cannot. So. Uh, you could do the sailor and make it Popeye. Oh, the actual character and likeness of Popeye. Oh, okay. Remains trademarked. That's a scam. That's a fucking scam. Who owns it? Does the, f- the fucking the fucking Disney own it? The sailor. So if Disney uh, owns it, they can't be making po- If Popeye's non-binary, that ain't going to play in China. <laughs> uh how does China feel about every non-binary person being a communist? You know, that is a really, it's really an interesting web we weave, isn't it? Uh, because China d- does not want, you know, anything outside uh, the uh, the realm of uh, typical 
uh, gender roles and uh, heterosexuality um, doesn't really fly in the uh, in the People's Republic these days, right? Um, but although, but but generally speaking, a large number of the uh, of that community within the the Western world would fancy themselves uh, somewhat harsh leftist communist. Yeah, mm. that is that's, that's a little fun thing there. I don't know. No, some, no one really talks about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it is messy. Uh, it's a listen, little messy. Speaking what do you of messy, about, what do you think? What do you think about the someone who gets paid to run the official Popeye Twitter account? You think? Oh, because uh, that's not a bad job. No, no, no. I've had jobs like that. I'm going to say um, a guy whose uh, life is bottoming out. Oh yeah, yeah. Is I'm that gonna, right? I'm going to say a guy who doesn't have it together. Okay, that's. I don't know. I mean, I wonder what the money is just to, uh, <laughs> just to, just to tweet, uh, I am, I am what I am. <laughs> yeah. I see. I see is one piece is trending. What's all the buzz about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, weird. I don't uh, like, <laughs> fun, I don't understand. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll give, uh, I'll, I'll give Senator Hawley a beaten. You know, <laughs> Popeye's cool, man. He, I, I, I'm yeah, did you this. see that? Did you see that exchange between uh, Holly and uh, the professor? Did you see that? Professor, this is no. old news now, but it, it it was like it was just so pathetic because both the left and the right claimed it as a win. Which is That's when you the, that shit I can't pay attention because it uh, just my, weirds me out so much. You know, like like everything is a work. Everything is meant to fuck your brain. You're not meant to function like a real person. I, I just I get like nothing has freaked me out more in the last however many years than election night 2020 when both sides were so stoked, and yeah. I was like, you, I was like, what? the fuck is going on like that shit when people can't when people when two when two different types of people uh witness the same thing and they come to completely different conclusions it it freaks me out yeah same because it means that we're not seeing the same reality which is really scary very scary yeah um Popeye the Sailor Man. Popeye the non-binary Sailor Man. No, not man. <laughs> yeah, wait a second. He's no, Popeye. Second. He calls oh, him Popeye shit. the Sailor Man. Oh shit! Uh, he never said Popeye the Sailor. They no, he didn't. What the fuck? Doesn't that kind of put a? Doesn't that put a? It's a wrinkle. A, yeah, it's a little. <laughs> unless you can be a. A non-binary man? I don't know. I'm sorry, folks. I get real. I don't know. I get confused. I'm sorry, folks. It's it's not the main focus of my life on Earth. Yeah. I'm sorry, folks. I don't devote my life to figuring out minutia of other people's lives. Sorry, it's not folks. Even, yeah. It's not even just that, but like, the, I think I have a hard time talking about some of this stuff because it's like, I feel like I get different. I get different like perspectives or responses or different. I, I just get different things from different people when it comes to this stuff. And I don't yeah, because, know. Yeah, because it's a changing fucking thing. 
Yeah, that makes it hard to follow for me. But no it's shit. they've claimed. You know what? I'm happy to let them have Popeye. Honestly. Oh, you're, like, giving, you're giving Popeye over to the days. All right. <laughs> they can have Popeye. I think I that's fine. I'm gonna be honest, Maybe that should be. I, I don't like agree. as as things age out with copyright, they just go to the LGBTQ community. <laughs> I like that. I'm fine idea. with that. I think that's a. I think that's a cool idea. Like once something is 110 years old, it just becomes super. It's, it's gay as super hell. gay. Yeah, yeah, it just becomes gay. <laughs> well, kids definitely think it's gay at that point. Right. Well, for sure. But I don't know. I think that's fun. Whatever. Oh, God. Let, let, Hold on. What? <clears throat> Can we be honest about something? I don't know. <laughs> Get Out was a well-directed, fun movie with some uh, very obvious and kind of on-the-nose commentary. It was sure. a, a totally good movie. But yeah. Th- but this dude just keeps bricking since then. And oh, this is the he? new this is the new Shalaman. You know what I mean? You think? Yes. This nope movie. I'm look at here's the headline. The director's biggest and boldest swing yet. Uh maybe, maybe, but here's what I understand to be fully true. Whether or not that is the reality, I'm going to hear about it in those terms for at least two months until people go, yeah, it kind of sucked like that last one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, what was it? Uh, the other one? Us. us. Yeah. Nobody yeah, on earth liked it, us. Nobody. It was, a, it was a pretty steep drop off from That's the first saying. one. I, Nobody I liked, liked first, it. I liked the first half of it. And then, but like, it's one of those movies where if it's like, you think about it too hard the more stupid it is. Sure. You know, it's just like, I can, I can like watch this for what it is and it's fine. But like, if I spend more than a minute, like really trying to like make sense of it, it's like, Oh, this is dumb as hell, isn't it? Um, yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen the new one yet. I like, I think, did we talk about last time? I like, I think aliens are scary. I'm going to say aliens. Yeah. Aliens are not that scary to me unless they're like jumping out of like the ventilation shaft and putting like a, a tail through somebody's chest or whatever. Um, all right. So while we're doing the news wrap, right. Cause this mm. is a media criticism podcast led by some of the sure. best in the game. Uh, in, in news, I frankly found shocking. Uh, Ricky Martin's nephew withdraws his allegation. Oh, I, I'll tell you, I thought that the very evidently mentally ill guy who was claiming that his uncle and him were in a relationship, <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm shocked. I'm sure yeah, I, I said it, but I shouldn't have said it. You know, it's funny because, you know, when, uh, uh when, when the allegation first came out, it was everywhere. And when the retraction came out, I could have gone the rest of my life without knowing that. Oh, yes. You told me. So it's almost as if, man, there's got to be some kind of fucking recourse. You know what I mean? Like if there's if some something comes out like tomorrow, that's like Patrick Kinlan, big old rapo. And it's on the fucking it's on every fucking tabloid and newspaper in the world. And then and then two days later. The person that 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 said that was like, oh, I was totally fucking lying. 
like oh, no. not a rapo. But then that's it. not anywhere. And now all of a sudden, all these people have it in their head that you're a rapo. Oh, let me assure like, you, there is no recourse. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend, and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show, wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. You are expected to just eat that rapo shit. That's some kind of bullshit. <laughs> you know, it is some kind of bullshit. <laughs> That's uh, it's got like because there's defamation, right? You know, and it's like maybe this doesn't exactly fall under defamation because it it the, the they're illusion? reporting oh, Eric you know on the allegation you know what back. i mean and i'm what sure somewhere within those articles Man, it was it is absurd you know, clearly established how bad right, that this was just at the mo- present moment in 2022 you know, an allegation right so i'm sure like it's not i don't We're think give he could sue anyone for defamation necessarily but like oh. it kind of has the oh. same effect Wait, if the Eric. if the news that it's not true doesn't doesn't get around as much. Eric, you you were disconnected, so you were obviously speaking some real truth to power. I was just saying how he can't you can't like what the what those newspapers did by reporting that you can't. I don't think you can necessarily call defamation. Um, no, they it, report- the, so they were reporting on a filing, so you can't right uh, right, but. Also, the the barrier for defamation, depending on what country you're in, is absurd to begin with. You have to prove. Yeah. So basically, for defamation, everybody, and this is why the Amber Heard thing is is relevant. The barrier is so fucking high, and you essentially have to prove that the person lied with malicious intent. So you have to uh, think about that. You don't just have to prove. It, it's a bizarre. Uh, uh, what do you call it? It's a, it, it, it's a it's a crazy hurdle because. You don't just have to prove that they lied. You have to prove that they lied. You have to prove their intention and motivation. That's insane. You can't do that unless there's some body of evidence where people go, yeah, I'm going to fuck this guy. (laughs) I'm really going to hurt him by saying untrue things. It's fucking rough, everybody. So as I always always say, if you want to hurt somebody, just go ahead and lie. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, evidently. But I don't know. I mean – how much of the world, like, do you think the world now understands Ricky Martin as a as a cousin? Fu- was it nephew fucker? Yeah, a rapist of nephews. I think is what they call him. That's. I'd be pretty pissed about that. You know, <laughs> I would I w- want some kind of kind of justice. Well, here's what I'll say. He is. Um, he's performing two nights at the Hollywood Bowl, and I think that you should go out and support him. And All right, good for. I hope. I hope his nephew doesn't jump on stage and try and shank him. But let let me paint a picture for you. 
Ricky Martin, you have to imagine, is a consummate professional. W- would you say? Uh, I, I'm not familiar. Yeah, I would have to think so, yeah. Like he's in that Shakira mode where it's like it's – Everything is the performance. Let's let like it's about pleasing the audience. There's not going to be any surprises. There's not going to be any like he's not going to like go on a rant about nine eleven. You know what I mean? Like it's it's what you'd expect, right? What if he's cracking under the stress of what this is, and he you go to the Hollywood Bowl shows. There's two of them, and he just he just lets the truth out. You know what I mean? He's talking about thermite paint. He's he's uh, talking about the the uh, the the children being sold in cabinets. Uh, yeah. He's full PizzaGate. You know what my favorite one is that he, I don't. Have you ever encountered this this part of the conspiracy theory that uh, there claims to have been weird activity around the towers days before nine eleven? Oh, I had this conversation two days ago. So I, I at the dog park at the. T- <laughs> At the dog park, I, I'm talking to a guy. I'm there with the dog. The I start talking to a fella who says, uh, uh, you know, I, I say, where are you from? And he goes, Scotland. And I knew that, but it's a funny thing in Australia. Everybody is from someplace else. So I, I, I never want to just assume I know exactly where because maybe it's from someplace weird as shit. So uh, we start talking. And he goes, American? I go, yeah, yeah. And he goes, where from? And I said, uh, upstate New York. And he says, oh, he says, I, I, I uh, lived in Philadelphia for two years. I was on a, on a, a, a football scholarship. We start talking, nice guy. And then I'd say in under two minutes, he says, what do you think of 9-11? Love it. And I, <laughs> I said, oh. And I gave him the stock standard answer that I think most Americans hold, which is uh, – I think it would be difficult to ascribe a, a, a wide reaching conspiracy. Uh, but I do believe that perhaps uh, certain figures were aware of what was about to transpire and allowed it to do to happen because I agree with the assumption that uh, it's difficult to hide a uh, it's, it's difficult. A, a wide reaching conspiracy is difficult a conspiracy of four higher ups looking at each other in a, in a, you know, in a war room after getting the news that this will probably happen. And they all kind of share a knowing look and then they just get up without doing anything else. I think that that's entirely plausible. Now he didn't agree with that. He thought that, these were all controlled demolitions uh, and that because apparently the CIA building a few blocks away collapsed. Is that true? Is that building seven? I don't, is that right? I don't know. He, he, he is building seven, a CIA building. Anyway, he was, he know. was all in and I loved how all in he was for having just met me. Now people that don't know me uh, or only know me from this podcast, uh, people have a bizarre habit of being comfortable around me. So people like, I've always said that if somebody has got a racist thought, they, they seek me out. You know what I mean? <laughs> they go, you know, who's going to be totally available to this idea? <laughs> Patrick, you know what I mean? Uh, this guy over here, 
Uh, I've got a, a thought that I couldn't share with anybody in my life, but this guy on the train wants to hear about it. You know, uh, the other day, an Uber driver started crying in the Uber. Did I tell you this? No. What the fuck? So I had an Indian Uber driver the other day who, uh, we're just making small talk. And, and I say, well, uh, you know, no, I'm, I'm from the United States. I'm, I'm here for family. Uh, you know, uh, my girlfriend would consider the United States, but she has a son. So, uh, we're chilling here. And he goes, Oh yeah, family's important. Uh, you know, family really, and, and we're getting into it and he goes, uh, my, I'm sorry, this is, this is, I'm sorry to put this on you. My, my sister, uh, my sister won't let me see my father. And I said, oh, I'm sorry, man. That sucks. What, what's going on? And he says, well, my father's in the last stage of his, stages of his life, and uh, I'm not being allowed to make any decisions on his behalf, uh, even, even with my other siblings. Uh, really, It's really painful. And I said, that does sound painful, man. He goes, and I bought him a house, and, and they're, just, they're just selling the house, and they, they're, you know, they're locking me out of the, those decisions, too. And I said – Man, families get really, really gross about inheritance. And he goes, that's it. It's gross. It's gross. That's what it is. And I said, yeah, man, it's uh, kind of like you see a part of a side of people that you really don't see. Other. He goes, exactly, exactly. And he starts sobbing. <laughs> I said, oh, you're right, man. He goes, I'm so sorry, man. He goes, I didn't, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. It's embarrassing. And I said, no, brother. I said, we all need to cry. And sometimes it's, sometimes it's good to do it with somebody that you don't know, you know. And he goes, I, I have no family of my own. He goes, my, my, my family that I grew up with is my family. And I said, yeah, man, I, I, I get it, you know? And in my head, I was thinking, why don't you got a family? Well, how fucked up are you? And yeah, then, what happened? Uh, which, by the way, everybody, is unfair because it's only by virtue of, of falling in love with my girlfriend that I, that I imagine. A f- that I did not picture myself as a guy with a family. I thought that uh, Eric and I would be eating peaches out of a can uh, in the parking lot of, of, of a Ralph's, uh, still in, time in 30 years. <laughs> so I didn't picture a family, so I get it. But on some level you do kind of look at guys in their, in their, uh, mid forties and you go, Oh man, what, what the fuck happened to you? Huh? Uh, <clears throat> which is unfair. It's unfair, but unless they're rich, if they're rich, you go, I get it. I get it. Dog. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, yeah. The ride hasn't ended for you. I get, I get it. <laughs> Uh, which by the way, do you think, do you think it's pathetic for a rich fella to still be out there? Like in turn, like he's like a rich guy still dating. Yeah. Like a Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you think it's high time Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio stopped banging 24 year olds? Or do you think that, you know, God damn it. Leo can do what Leo wants. Well, you know, look, far be it from me to tell a rich person or Leo that they're doing something wrong, you know, uh, but I, I think, I think, I think dudes ride that, that train and then one day they wake up and look at themselves and go, oh no, you know what I mean? Like, I think life is short and I think, you know, those years you might want to consider spending those years building something more meaningful than a suck and fuck on Catalina, you know, but <laughs> as you were saying it, I heard your voice. Yeah. I heard your voice. You said it. And, it, and while you were saying it, you're like, 
It's like a fucking Catalina sounds pretty all right, though. I just think like, well, see, here's the thing. I think there's there's a time period in which you're like pretty, you're like young playboy, rich, like good looking, whatever. And then one day you're 50 and you're just like, oh, I'm a dumpy man. And I think, but I think there's a hump, right? I think you get like, maybe like, I think your fifties are like probably are pretty depressing, but I think once you hit 60 and you're still riding that lifestyle and you're just like fully, fully white hair, white chest hair. And you, and there's, you got some like fucking 20 year olds that think that's sexy as fuck. And they're just crawling all over you on your yacht. Then it like settles off to like, oh yeah, this is a lit lifestyle. Okay. What if you're fat as fuck? What if you look like Jack Nicholson now? And I mean, yeah. like, so you're a horror. You're like your body's <laughs> trash. You're not. You haven't yeah. put any effort into yourself in a long time. You've got an alcohol problem. Uh, can't maintain an erection. Got hypertension. You know what I mean? Uh, but you you got that schmoney. So the girls are still about it. Which, by the way, girls. I don't want to be too judgmental, but is it is it fair to say that that's not very self-respecting? Is that fair to say if you're, uh, if you're blowing Jack Nicholson, is this judgmental on my part? Well, I would just say this: if you, if at 24 years old, if you could have, you know, if the, if you could re- reverse the roles, right? And I don't know who's a hot 60 year old. I can't think of any. There is no, just, no, not a such thing exists. Yeah. I, all right. I guess the role reversal isn't applicable. I, I'm just thinking like, listen, when you're young, you can make stupid decisions and you can be wild. So what like, and yet Jack Nicholson is pretty physically disgusting, but he's also, he's also Jack fucking Nicholson. Like you can be, <clears throat> you can be physically disgusting uh, but if you have that kind of resume, it doesn't matter. Like you're 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 a god among men. So, you know, I I, I don't I, I think if you're a young woman, it's fine. Like what's the our favorite thing in the whole world is the TikTok of all the of the group of girls hanging out with OJ. <laughs> the best. There's nothing more fun than that, you know. So. You know, listen. Far be it for, again. Far be it from me to tell anybody how to live their life. You know, uh, it's it. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Jack, Jack Nicholson's pretty rough looking, but but and I think you know, I think I think Leo is gonna. I don't know. Do we think he hits a wall at some point? How he's got to be pushing fifty at this point, right? Definitely. Like he's been, you know, he's been looking a little pudgier. I think he's looking slightly better. He had a rough period. Like he looked like six, nine for a while, but he's, yeah, he's looking a little bit better. 47. So listen, the the guy looks great. He's an attractive man, you know, especially for, you know, for his age, but, uh, tack on five more years. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you want to settle down, Leo. But some people just like their, you know, some people just value their, their, their freedom. You know, he dates a woman for a couple of years and then says, eh, you know, I'm, I'm done here. That's like, uh, the, 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 uh, Jax, he's a character on uh, Vanderpump rules, uh, who is obviously, obviously a rent boy for, uh, like, uh, homosexual, uh, uh, model scouts and stuff. Uh, but he's, He's like a sex addict, sort of like uh, always out here, like cheating on every goddamn girl, all that. 
everybody. I'm, I'm a Vanderpump Rules fan, uh, but he uh, he's got freedom tattooed across his shoulder blades. It's uh, cool. He knows what's up, man. It's cool. I mean, <laughs> do you think like do you think Leo is ever sad? Not once. And I, I'm not talking about anything specific. I'm just like, do you ever think he feels sadness? No, 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 no. You, you know who does? Never? Listen, you know who does? And this is uh, kind of interesting. <clears throat> I know that this is a meme. I understand that, everybody. We're not breaking any news. Ben Affleck is the lowest vibration man on the planet. And he, <laughs> what makes him interesting is that he has fully embraced that in a public way that you would not expect from anyone. If I was that low vibration and like was just giving off divorced energy at all times, like I'm not allowed to see the kids energy. Like I live in a divorcee apartment that's got uh, like a recliner uh, and a double bed and uh it's only by the, it's only by virtue of the fact that there's no rafters that I haven't hung myself. Uh, I would hide it. <laughs> I would go to great pains to hide that part of myself, <laughs> but he lets it fly, which I have a lot of respect for. I mean, do you think I'm just curious of like, if you're that level of person, right? If you're if you're a Leo or you're an Affleck or you're a Nicholson, like I bet those moments of like loneliness or or or, or, or when when you feel sad, I bet it hits extra hard. Well, Affleck had some of the highest highs. <clears throat> you know. Think? Yeah, Affleck was like at a relatively young age was had a not just a hit movie, but an acclaimed movie. He was living a dream that like every film student on the planet thinks about. He was living. And then he, look, I think Jennifer Lopez looks like somebody's bitch mom, but a lot, a lot of people, a lot of people disagree with me, you know? <clears throat> so he was in that space. He was, and Jennifer Gardner confirmed looks like a lecturing, annoying soccer mother. But this is many people probably, actually nobody disagrees with that. Everybody agrees. Jennifer Gardner looks like somebody's fucking mom, but you know, maybe an attractive mom, I guess, whatever. Ben Affleck was in his glory. He was living the life that he wanted, but inside something was eating at him. He was unhappy. And he hid this for a long enough time that now he lets it all fly. It's just, look, everybody, I am by nature, uh, an unhappy person. Uh, I continue to work and, and, and provide for my family, but you're never going to see an unfiltered, unfettered joy from me. It's never going to happen. You never, if I smile, it's a nicety. It's a pleasantry I extend to others. It's not because my soul ever feels light. That's an amazing thing to project as a celebrity. <laughs> I'm really impressed. You're talking about Fleck. Did he say this in so many words? Yeah. So have you ever seen that? Uh, there's a famous interview. He's doing a promotional thing uh, for uh, the Justice League. 
and they ask him if uh, it, about like this Batman being lighter in tone than the Nolan movies. And he says, not necessarily. He said, uh, uh, he said, every day I, I look at the world as though it's an empty void. <laughs> and I think about walking into that darkness and forgetting myself. Wow. But I have a family. <laughs> Did he really say this? Yeah. Look it up. <laughs> he's like, he's dark, man. That's cool. I mean, respect. I mean, look, that's, I can understand that. I mean, maybe the guy's like, he's, he's more depressive than, I bet, because there's people that are like, I would, I would be willing to bet Affleck is generally happy. No. You know what I mean? No, I think he is. Nope. I don't think, what, you think he like, I mean, those photos of him like smoking, smoking the cigarettes. Listen, Uh, if, if you're rich and you're eating fucking Dunkin' Donuts, you goddamn hate yourself. It's rough. If you're poor <laughs> eating Dunkin' Donuts, you hate yourself. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> There's really no excuse to eat Dunkin' Donuts ever in life. What if Ricky Martin beats this case and then he gets on, he gets, he takes the stage at the Hollywood Bowl and goes, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the world I want to live in. Yeah. I'm, well, no, I don't want, I don't want Ricky Martin to be that awful but i mean <laughs> i like that cartoon level of villainy i did it and then he just goes i did it no i look i no i listen i can't accept that ben affleck is is i have there are people who are who are i mean he's irish or some shit right i mean there's people who are uh gravitate towards the darkness yeah you know and I bet that's him, but like, he can't be like upset about the trajectory of his life. Uh, if he is, then he's an asshole. Well, let's say that he was. Uh, you know, I don't know. Like, look, <clears throat> is he a, is a, a fundamentally blessed individual? Yes, there is no doubt. There's no question, but. I don't know. Maybe you know what? Actually, I don't want to get into this too much, but like, because we'll get yelled at. Sometimes, if you're blessed, you're blessed, and if you got some traumas in your life or whatever, you got to take them in the context of, holy shit, I'm still on top. Like, okay, uh, greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. Every day, So Australia is a crazy place because let's see how many human beings population in of Australia. Okay. So 
uh, the, the United States, I'll have everybody remember, has what, 350 million human beings in it? Uh, Australia has 25 million. It's the same land mass, same, same space on Earth is occupied by Australia that is, is occupied by the United States. But it's a fraction of, of the number of people, right? So the news here is a crazy type of news where things that don't make the news in the United States, like um, a, a domestic abuse dad burns down house with two children in it, Right. That probably happened seven times today in the United States. Yeah. But in Australia, that's news, right? So, or, or like pallet, pallet, uh, pallet fire causes uh, death of four uh, workers. In the United States, I have no doubt that that happened. That's happening right now. Some man is burning to death in a pallet fire. We can agree on that, right? I guess so. Maybe in downtown Los Angeles, maybe uh, South Los Angeles. But- in Australia, everything is news. So yep. as a result, when Fiona tells me about something she read in the news, it hits harder because in the U.S. it's stuff that stopped been reporting on a long time ago, right? So everything feels like a trauma. Everything is like, like, uh, like she'll say, oh, and I'll say, what's going on? She'll be like, terrible story. And I'll say, what is it? And she'll be like, you know, four dogs and a child were shot to death. Uh, <laughs> I'll be like, what? This is horrible. And then meanwhile, this would, this gets, I don't know if you've been following this. There was like, New York has been going through a, like a shooting pump. It's, yeah. it's down 9% on the, on the year. Uh, but it's spiking right this second because we, you, uh, the, the New York just had two weekends with like four people shot, uh, each weekend, like like it's a violent, it's proving to be a violent summer, which tracks. It's hot, right? I mean, it's it gets like that yeah. almost every summer for the city's existence, right? So it's, uh, but the the whole thing is, it's a it, it, the the news here hits different. It's always like, oh, they found a an Aboriginal uh, child's body in a in a in a oil drum in the middle of the desert, uh, and uh, on top of the oil drum was. Uh, her, her, her stuffed animals and you'll be like, Oh my God, it's fucking terrible. But in the U S there's just oil drums full of fucking ex-wives full of fucking children everywhere. Right. I mean, that's, you know, the uncitizen, you know, you get the notification uh, 800 feet away, oil drum with, with children. In. <laughs> exactly. Right. So anyway, the point is that it's kind of given me this new uh, perspective on trauma where I'm sick of it. It just seems like everybody's got some horrible trauma. And if you are not currently in an oil drum, you got to just be grateful for, for, for your life on earth. So Ben Affleck, I guess, yeah, I guess I'm on your level now. I'm not sympathetic. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, but that's what I mean. Like I'm, I at least once a day, I try to at least once a day, look at my life and go, like I am healthy. I'm relatively young. I got a nice bit of space. I got a tiny bit of money, but I don't have a, I don't like everyone I love is doing well. Right. I don't have fucking liver cancer. I don't have diabetes or Crohn's disease. Your life's 
pretty fucking lit. I got all my limbs, you know? My brain works moderately well. Like, if I were depressed, I'd be an asshole. Yeah. So if I was walking around a giant mansion, and look, like, I'm not saying that these dudes don't feel sadness or loneliness from time to time. Those are things are pretty hard to, you know, those are universal and they're going to hit you every now and then. But, uh, and, and I bet when you have those moments of insecurity that lead to that, that if you are in some giant mansion at the top of the hills, that it might hit just a little bit more significantly because it's like, damn, I got all this and I still feel like shit, huh? But like, I'm saying if they're not happy in general, you're an asshole. Or you gotta, okay. you, you gotta, you gotta figure out which which meds to get on because that's seriously. Or you gotta figure out which Eastern religion to get into because that's like you're you're fucking. Or you know what? Maybe instead of instead of the Hollywood cliche of going into Eastern religion and 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 co opting it in like some kind of weird racist kind of condescending way. You just get super into the January 6th committee. (laughs) Well, what about the – I mean our listeners are not these people, but there is a certain person who has a religious belief in the uh, uh, kind of the sanctity of institutions and that uh, they're going to get Trump, that sort of thing. You know what I mean? Do you become – I mean, I think that's what happened, right? Is we always talk about people who lost their mind and went right wing, you know, like, like guy gets, guy gets canceled for fucking an untoward comment at a fucking Christmas party, loses his job. And now he's a Tucker Carlson guy. That's like worried about the men's penises shrinking or some shit. Right. But we don't talk about the other person who lost their mind. Well, you and I do. But we're the only ones, the only ones who ever talk about like the, uh, hey, uh, in the same way that 9-11 fucked up a bunch of boomers, uh, there's that sort of Gen X, that older, that older age Gen X plus uh, that really don't understand that Trump didn't actually burn the Constitution uh, he didn't actually uh, uh, imprison his political rivals. <laughs> he didn't actually run concentration camps. <laughs> you know, I mean, there is that person who who has a derangement syndrome of the most acute variety. It's it's like it's revolting at this point. <laughs> like I'm looking through the Mueller she wrote Twitter account. It's the Palmer reports of the world. It's yes. the it's yo. It's these like. 60 year old women that are like Merrick Garland needs, needs Luther, the anger translator, that fucking key and peel sketch. Remember that? <laughs> like, it's like, Oh, old refs. Like, <laughs> I don't I, like, you know, listen, go back five years. And there's a part of me that can make a certain excuse for being, anti-Trump, but like pro-institution, but like, and you know, all these people are like fucking, oh, they're they're retweeting the Palmer report. Um, Like (laughs) these people are rich and, and they are, you know, they have clout within the institution. So I suppose it, it, it makes sense that they would want to defend this thing. But as far as like the, like most people go, 
like the institutions have fucked you in the ass. Like what stake do you have in, in them? Like, you know, maintaining this fucking dominance over, over politics or your, you know what I mean? Like, why do you feel the need to defend them? You know? Oh, I mean, it's the same as, uh, it's like Snyder cut energy. What is, hang on, hang on. You want to talk Snyder? No, 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 no. Just the apparatus of, of Twitter.com because I'm looking at Palma report, right? And at the top, there's a, you can, you can follow. And then right next to that is a little purple circle with a star inside of it. And it says super follow. (laughs) Okay. What does that mean? Does it mean it just, it shows up in your feed more, I guess I would presume. Yeah, do a super follow. No, yo, I can't even like, (sighs) because this is, do people understand that this is a grift? Do people fucking get it yet? It makes me so mad. This is, you're being fucking scammed. (laughs) I mean, quite obviously, but some people want to be scammed. Some people hate Steve Bannon so much that they want to be scammed. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, that's it. I've never, I've never been in that space mentally. I've never, I could, I don't know if I could be in a space where I'd go, I hate this. I hate this thing so much that I'm going to harm myself, you know, at the expense of it. Like I, like I've never been in that mode. That's a crazy mode to be in. That's, that's yeah. We don't talk about this person enough. We don't talk about that. This per like this, whoever's into this is is they're not doing well. Like I'm 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 putting this on the same level as Q at this point. This is Q. This is Q. It's shit. Q. It's blue and on. <clears throat> if you're listening to Mul- I mean, just in the name, Mueller. She wrote Mueller. Oh, remember him. Yeah, I remember him. Mueller, she, you're still on that tip. Yo, wait, wait, wait. We need people to call us with remember. <laughs> yeah, we do. So everybody, Eric's going to give the number now. I want you to call us with, because I was going to do, a, I was writing, I've been trying to remember remembers, like uh, things to write down. So yeah. like everybody, if you've heard this podcast even once, you know that <laughs> at some point Eric and I go, oh, remember Remember the Amazon or, you know, remember, uh, uh, what what was some of the more like things that were consuming the world a short while ago? Well, remember Ukraine, remember remember Rod Rosenstein, remember the Uyghurs, you know what I mean? (laughs) Hit us with those, everybody hit us with, Oh, remember that thing that we were all told to care about? Uh, and then we all did. And then, then we didn't. Then we did. Then we didn't. A couple of days later, hit us with those. Y'all quickly moved on. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. It's just. I don't know. It's it's kind of mind blowing. It's 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 weird that people are still on this tip. It's like you know what it's like. It's like you got a group of of you know early twenties like black kids and they're talking about like you know rap or whatever and they're talking about their favorite rap artists and then you got like the old head who comes in and he's like nah man that's just whack you got to listen to the real shit and then he throws on like nas and they all just look at him and they're like you're old dude like you're you're old 
This this is old head shit. Get get out of my face with Mueller. Yeah, yeah. Like no one, we're not on that tip anymore. The world has moved on. You're stuck on a thing, and it's sad. It's so sad, especially since with the January sixth stuff, it was made very clear, even by these fucking like CNN bullshits, that like there's nothing, there's no criminal indictments coming to Donald Trump. It's not happening. So what is this weird? In why are you still posting memes of Trump's head photoshopped onto a guy in in a prison jumpsuit? No, listen, listen. They got him this time. Trump, this it, it literally is. It's a parallel at this point. I never wanted to make the full equation, but it is. If you think Donald Trump is going to go to jail. You're the same as the guy who thinks Robert Kennedy or JFK is coming back to life to be Trump's running mate. You're the same. I can't believe people are still on this. It really, it fucks me up. It does fuck you up. Because <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. It's institutionalized QAnon. Uh, yeah, no, that's it's, what it's it, wrestling. It, no, uh, it, it, you nailed it. It's uh, establishment QAnon. It's, it's it's establishment lib Q. It's fucking, it's wild that we entertain it. Like we don't entertain, QAnon is like bat shit. No one gives that shit the time of day. It's all like rightfully so pretty, uh, pretty, pretty rightfully derided. But it's, it's this, we, this, we fully entertain. It's crazy. Whatever. Sorry, my my job just asked me if I wanted to play board games. You That's ever have a job like that? No, but I had two job interviews today. Oh, how'd they go? Uh, this this I should work at Olive Garden the way this bread sticks. <laughs> That's great. You know, um, so no, it's going all right. I got a new job and I have no idea what I'm getting paid. So, uh, I. I did an interview for a job. The first interview I said, uh, Hey, what, what is the, uh, what's the expected salary? And they said, Oh, uh, well the company, it was, the guy was, he was casual. We were having a nice conversation. He goes, Oh, uh, I actually don't know. That's the boss's job, but I don't know. The company's rich and they spend money. Um, what's your, what's your rate? And I told him $50 an hour and they go, He goes, oh yeah, that's probably fine, whatever. And then I said, all right, you know. And then I did an interview with the big boss, and I was so, I was so in my zone of like dark triangle or dark triad, like trying to be charming in a sociopathic way where you win people over. That I that I didn't ask what I was getting paid, (laughs) and then I got the job. And he's like, oh, contract will be over soon and whatever. I still have no idea what I'm getting paid. Yeah, I I got quoted a shit rate today and I was like, fuck, I should have fought harder for something more. But I don't know. Whatever. I need more fucking money. Can you not afford Malibu now? Well, not well. With one of them, I can afford Malibu. With the other one, no, definitely not. Uh, EC Seagar. Uh died in Malibu. What about that? 
Did he really? Uh, yeah, he had a nice life. I presumed it was a non-binary. He was, uh, he was murdered for being non-binary. I presumed there was a comedian at the level of Dave Chappelle at the time that inspired the murder. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's how that works. <laughs> it's so weird, isn't it? How, isn't how weird is it that we push on a thing that is just demonstrably untrue? Yeah. Uh, or if it is, tr- here's the thing that I think is interesting. Or it is true and it changes everything about our reality. So which one is it? Is, do, does media control the minds of, uh, of uh, people to, uh, does it prompt them to direct action against fellow, their fellow man? <clears throat> uh, I think you could make the argument. Now, I'm, I'm of the belief that every man on this planet is accountable for his own behavior and that you can never blame media because it comes down to the individual's choice. But I understand that's not a popular view that what's more popular is this idea that things can control you from afar and that you have to be a subject to them. I understand that. But again, everybody, if it is true that Dave Chappelle can compel you to, to harm others, then it is also true that call of duty can. And my question, or that uh, John Wick can, or that uh, I don't know. Give me a give me a, a a a drama. Give me a drama where two people are unkind to each other. In principle, that could also cause unkindness. So, what's it? You know, are the do we believe these things to be true or not? Just a simple question. Whatever reinforces the thing we're trying to say is what we believe. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Never, uh, you can ne- there's never any come to Jesus moment. There's never any epiphany. There's never any second guessing. There's never any self-analyzation. There's never any self-awareness. It's simply push harder on the thing you already said until you're right. Oh, God. We, a couple things we got to talk about. I, are we doing an overtime? Because we got other things to talk about. We should do an overtime, yeah. But it's just it's just funny how how Trumpy the world is in that in that regard, and we don't even want to. We're all little Trumps out here. Did you see? We don't even have to talk about it because I bet people thought we were going to talk about this. Maybe we could talk about it on on an overtime. But there isn't even really that much to talk about. But I bet people are surprised when it met. Do you, do you see AOC pretending to get arrested? Uh, then that'll be overtime. I'm uh, <laughs> tell people tell people where to to give us money, and I'm going to get a seltzer. I I am realizing. So you know when your urine is not as uh, clear as you'd like. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go get a seltzer. You, you tell them. All right, everybody. Patreon.com/slash Worst Possible Timeline is where you go to give us money, and we give you bonus content. That's how that works. You understand. You understand how this works, right? You've been listening to podcasts for probably over ten years. You've interacted with Patreon. You've interacted with us. You've heard this spiel before. You get it. So why haven't you given yet? That's a, that's the great question is why haven't you given us money for all that? Because you like this podcast. So like, wouldn't you, doesn't it stand to reason that you, you give a small amount of your wealth and then you get a shit ton of fucking bonus content from us. You get more to listen to. What, what, you know, nobody loses in this scenario. Patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. Go there, give us money, you get extra content. It's very simple. Let's do um, it. If you want to call us, if you want to call us and, and say, hey, remember blank or anything, you can talk about anything. But I would suggest keeping the the, the phone call to under, uh, keep it under 45 seconds. That's kind of the sweet spot. Yeah. Um, you can call 
509-978-5. Give us a call, leave us a message, and uh, we'll play on the show. At WP Timeline on Twitter is where we are on there, and Worst Possible Timeline at gmail.com for all business inquiries. And now we're going to keep this episode going. We're going to continue to do this episode, but the rest of it will be available on Patreon. We're going into overtime in three, two, one. Bam! And there it is. Let's set it off. It is now 2024, and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts, or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? (laughs) So do we. Why don't you come over and check it out. And stop listening to other podcasts. Thank you.